Welcome, welcome, everyone. It is take 53. We got a special guest on the show today. The one and only, the immaculate, the Todd Sweet BDH Healy. <laughs> he's on the pod today. He's going to be giving us a lowdown of what he's been doing, what he's been up to. We'll introduce him to the audience. And we've got a couple little tiny pieces of movie news. Yeah, they're pieces of movie news, but we'll brush through those real quick so we can get to the main event today. Our inter- our review of El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie that was on Netflix and apparently in the theaters, which and I'm not going to lie. I didn't pay to go see this. I just I pay for Netflix. That's how I paid and went and saw it. And we have two top fives today. One of these top fives might be a little bit of a niche top five, but we are excited and then the following top five, after our special surprise one, will be our sweet BDH Todd's top five. We cannot wait. It's Take 53. It's your boy, the Sweet Keeks. And who we got? Who we got on the other line? Todd, introduce yourself. Let us know. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is a sweet BDH talking. Uh. <laughs> what? I just no. have to excuse every, myself for everyone. The, there will be a lot of laughter today because we, we cannot control ourselves. So I do have to apologize there for that. And uh, I know this is a PG pod and I got most of my swears out. But if I slip up, I do apologize in advance. That's what we got jibes for, baby. We'll yeah, still probably we re- keep it in. But. And we, and we review R at PG-13, so we'll, a little slip up is fine. Now, for right. those of you who are wondering, what does BDH stand for? Just lop off the E in BDE and put in Healy, and there you go. So just let your mind do the work on that. And now another another fun fact is you also go by the animal. <laughs> Both a nickname is given by you, mind oh, you. I, I know. I, I got to pat myself on the back. I'm a good nickname giver. So sure. the animal... That's- uh, I'll get to this. We had a UFC fight night back <clears throat> sophomore year, and I was thinking to myself, you know, like I played basketball, I weightlifted. I saw you. You were, you were pretty thick, large, and I was like, I can take Todd. Dude, you tapped me out in 10 seconds. And then I was like, I was like, that was a fluke. And then we did it again, and you tapped me out even faster. And you tapped me <laughs> out, like, and I just got up. And I was like, dude, you're an animal. And then from then, the animal. It's stuck. <laughs> That's where it came from. Because I mean, I'm not kidding. I've known okay, so I've known Todd since second grade. <laughs> second grade class. I remember first day he was wearing a Goku t shirt, and I knew it'd be great <laughs> friends since that moment. <laughs> but Todd has been a just a giant, just an absolute mass ever since second grade. Always a base kid. Anytime that there was a chance where I had to fight Todd at like lunch or anything, I knew it was even quicker than ten seconds, probably three. I was just on the ground before you could even touch me with a little white flag waving it. <laughs> just, 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 I, you, you win, you win. Yeah, I just remember Keeks, I remember you running around at recess. Just like, you were like the fast little kid, just like running around like as fast as you could. It's uh, what I had to use to survive. It's like, you know, survival of the fittest. That's great. I met Todd first uh, freshman year, ninth grade in that advisory class. Oh bless that! Oh and wow! We, we oh, talked here. Kid. We talked here and there, and I don't think you initially liked me. Is that right? I, like I knew about you, and I was like, "This guy, you know, like who is this guy?" Yeah. I was just kind of like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Who is this guy?" Oh my gosh! And uh, like I knew about you, and 
whatnot. And then what was it like? Uh, Mrs. Soft, soft, math grade? Soft, math, math class? Math class. We laughed. <laughs> With Wahiba. <laughs> That's when we ended off. That's when just yeah. the COD nights and Halo nights just became oh, yeah. very, very evident and consistent. Oh, yeah. I love that. Uh, so what's everyone up to? TC, what have you been up to? You know, just working, take my classes, watching some movies, Ooh. watching El Camino, of course. And yeah, excited to talk about that. So and yeah, I mean I'm the I mean I, there, you guys you guys know of some other stuff that's happened, but I don't really want to announce that on the pod. It's not, you know, not not official. Yet. Well, you know, it's life is good. Life is yeah. good on your end. I've been so yes. me and Becky discovered this UK reality dating show called Love Island. And it it I'm not kidding, it might be the most entertaining TV show I've ever watched. It's just drama the whole time. It's thick British accents from all over the UK. And um yeah, it's uh it's you know like fifty episodes a season, so it keeps you busy for a long time. But that and uh Nathan for you, which Todd, I know you've seen Nathan for you. Oh yes, ten out. Of Absolutely 10. amazing. Goat in the water. <laughs> yeah. goat, goat in the water. If anyone needs something fun to watch, if you're just like in a drought of like things to watch on Hulu or Netflix, watch Nathan for you. It it captures so many emotions of like cringe and humor all in one. That I honestly I've never I haven't laughed that hard at a show in a long time. No, um, I I, I have. I I, I kind of need that. Like I, you know, I've, like, I'm ready for a new show, but it takes a lot. It's a lot of commitment, which in fact, you just finished Breaking Bad, right, Todd? Yeah. So, uh, I watched it like back in like after high school, I watched three seasons of it and then I left on my mission and then I came back and just forgot about it. And I was like, Oh yeah, I never finished that. And so when I was in Vegas doing my flight training and whatnot, I was like, well, I'm alone. I'm away from my family. I might as well just like watch some Netflix. And so I pumped that bad boy out and I was like, holy crap, this is amazing. What mm. What did you think of it? Give us your little review of Breaking Bad before we get into El Camino. So Breaking Bad is amazing. Like it's, it's just so intense and so well done and so well acted that you're just, I don't know if there's a show better at, I don't know, engulfing you into the screen with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you just feel so oh, yeah. there. And so like when Walter's, obviously Walter just lies and lies and lies to, to keep his, his business going. And you're just like, you feel that when he's like, when Skylar would ask him like point blank, like, is everything okay? And he'll just make up something on the spot. And you're like, Holy crap. And then like when something super intense happens, you know, like they kill someone and you know, he's like, I'm the one who knocks. You're just like gut punch, like holy crap. Like that Brian scene, Man, the I am the one who knocks monologue is wild when you first watch it. <laughs> it's it, Skylar's it, face is just like uh oh okay <laughs> uh, married to a murderer <laughs> and just to and just to like feel his confidence when he says it he's like oh no if there's like you know someone on the other end of the door that's me I'm the one who knocks I, I can't it's so good 
it's yeah. I, I can't believe how good it but is. But no, it's like on, it's amazing. I was blown away, especially when I was texting you, Tanner. I think mm-hmm. uh, you're like, put just buckle up for like I think it was episode thirteen or fourteen of season yeah. five. I was like, yeah. okay, pronounce it. Where Hank and uh, what's his partner's name? Where they pull up on the scene? Yeah, that that mm-hmm. is super intense. Yeah, you were yeah. you were doing your flight training out in Vegas and just took the time to watch Breaking Bad. What a what a what a combo flying in the air <laughs> watching Breaking Bad. Well, yeah, like a lot of days they were bad fly days because the weather went on, so I wouldn't have nothing to do. Man, Ooh. I would say I so I recently watched the last four episodes and prep for uh, El Camino, which I'm really glad I did. Oh yeah, it, same. It, mm-hmm. it let off right like I finished the last episode of Breaking Bad right before El Camino, the night before El Camino came out because I was thinking mm-hmm. about staying up till midnight, but I was so tired, couldn't do it. Which I, I think with these Netflix movies, they should release <clears> them at 10 p.m. Release them at 10 p.m. Let them all, let us watch it at night, get our fill. Uh, but man, I love the scene when he comes back the last episode and he's talking to Skyler and the police just calls. Um, no, it's Marie that just calls Skyler, and she's like, yeah, he's back in town. He's doing this. And then the camera views around the wall, and you oh, see Walt yeah, just yeah, standing yeah. there. So good. And Skyler's just really calm. She's like, why are you here? And, and then Walt's just like, you know, I, I, I'm sorry. I did this all for And she's like, I swear if you say it again. She's like, me. He's like, I liked it. And yeah. I was like, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. He, he was, he's like, I was good at it. I thought that scene was so cool. That just made me kind of come back and love Walt. He's a villain. Like, he breaks bad. But he's kind of likable. You know what I mean? So, Better Call Saul's still my favorite character from <laughs> the whole Breaking Bad series. But Walt is just, he's, he's easy to dislike, but also hard to dislike. You know? I don't know. Kind of that weird polarizing. Well, that's Gale. when you know that a character's so good is I mean, like no matter what the you know, the no matter what metamorphoses they go through, you can still relate to them and it's like, Frick, I know that you're not a good person, but I, I like I feel so bad that I want you to come out on top, but I do. Yeah. I shouldn't, yeah. but I do. That's that's kinda how it is with Tony Soprano. I mean he's a he's in the mafia, he's the boss and he does terrible things, but you you, you root for him. Oh. All right. I I got two quick things before we jump into the El Camino review first is very quickly. Um, happy two year anniversary to the new mutants trailer. We are a new mo- <laughs> mutant podcast. The trailer came out two years ago today and um, the movie's still slated to come out in April, 2020. So can't wait to watch it in April, 2021. That's, that's probably when the next time we'll see it. And last thing to jump right into El Camino. And we'll talk more about this is RIP to Robert Forster who plays a specific character we'll talk about in El Camino. Um, He died yesterday, so the day after El Camino debuted. And he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor in 1997 for his role in Quentin Tarantino's Jackie Brown. You know, Quentin Tarantino's kind of known for revitalizing careers of certain actors. He did with John Travolta. He's done it with a few other people. And um, Robert Forster was kind of in that category with his role in Jackie Brown. So, sad to see him go, but... Let's do this. Let's let's jump in to El Camino right now. Um, wow. First thoughts, guys. What'd you guys think of it? Was it necessary? Did we need El Camino? Todd, you go first. Hit us. Hit us. Hit us. Get us started. Get us on base. I honestly think yes. I, I like if Jesse 
if anything, was just as much the protagonist in the, in Breaking Bad, and we needed a little bit of closure with him. Me personally, at least. I need a little bit of closure. Like, I know he got away, and he's, like, crying as he <clears throat> as he drives away and whatnot, but, like, I wanted to know, like, what happened. And El Camino was, like, that perfect last two episodes of the series to kind of close out Jesse's character. I like how you put it like that. Yeah, how it's... It, it's it's essentially the last two episodes for Breaking Bad. I know it's a movie, but yeah, it does the only feel thing I like wish, The only thing I wish is that they would have done it sooner. Okay. Because um, everyone's fat. <laughs> <laughs> fat Wait, just let's, let, let's throw fat that out. Ton. Please <laughs> mention it. Yeah, like, right? Am I the only one who noticed that? No, here's I would theory. be shocked if there was anyone that didn't notice that. I believe this is this is my theory here. I believe Vince Gilligan probably called up the actor that plays Todd. What's his name? Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons. Said, yeah. <laughs> the devil. Said, hey, hey, Jesse. Uh, we're doing a Breaking Bad movie, and we need you to reprise your role as Todd. And he's probably thinking to himself, "Ah, oh, Vince, I'm." Geez, I'm roughly 50, 80 pounds overweight. Fits probably like, yeah, you're good. No one's gonna notice. It's okay. <laughs> it's like we'll, we'll we'll edit that after and post. And, and the, the, you know, the editor's like, Vince, it, it, I can't, I can't do it. He, I, I can't shave it down anymore. He's just gonna have to be eighty pounds overweight. I mean, it's so blatantly obvious how weight right? is, but I thought it was funny. It didn't bother me. I can see how. No, it but I mean, I thought it was fine. It, no, it didn't bother me. I just thought it was funny. I'm like, wait, didn't this just happen? <laughs> Todd is fat. <laughs> Dude, beefed up. Man, also, side note: Jesse Plemons is absolutely hilarious in a movie called Game Night that came yep. out last year. Yep. So if you haven't seen it, check out did, Game Night. It's on he HBO. Did a fantastic Go. job in that. You he know, really did. I will say about El Camino is: was it necessary to have as a as maybe an outsider, maybe as someone who doesn't love Breaking Bad, which is wild to say if you don't love Breaking Bad, I think it's the top five greatest TV series of all time. Oh, easily. Easy, easy probably top three. But it's, I, it's I, my, I think it's, it's arguably the best one ever. In, in my opinion, it's in my top five, and it will stay there. It's, it's cemented. I can't see anything <laughs> kicking it out. It'd probably be top three. Um, but I love that. I think it's interesting that they were supposed to kill Jesse off in the first season. Yeah. And uh, every time they got their scripts, uh, Brian Cranston would banter with um, Aaron Paul and say, have you read it yet? And Aaron Paul would be like, oh, no, I haven't. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. And he would just <laughs> allude that you're finally killed off. It, it, I watched this interview with Vince and Aaron Paul. It was super funny. And uh, he stayed throughout. I'm glad he did. And This is a great movie depicting how tragic and just bad the suffering that jesse went through and i like that it oh, did flash yeah. i like that it did flashbacks and it wasn't just beat for beat and there were some scenes in this film that were really intense when he goes back to todd's apartment we're kind of getting to spoilers here not yet um and then and then the standoff scene um in the <laughs> desert when todd asked him to go to the glove box oh gosh and he, you yeah. know in that moment jesse's just singing about brock mm. And I was like, ooh, I was like, do it, do it. So I'm going to give you my grade right here, right now, as we continue to talk about it. But I'm going to give it an A plus, as Todd mentioned. It felt like two episodes. And as a Breaking Bad fan, I thought it was 
perfect. There was one cheesy part uh, towards the end that I thought was like, but it was kind of cool. I was like, yeah, I'll let it slide. I liked it. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll talk about it with spoilers. But uh, A+. Plus. A+, plus from me. I thought it was great. Aaron Paul is a fantastic, uh, fantastic Jesse Pinkman. And Vince Gilligan rocks it with Breaking Bad. This is his baby and uh, did a great job with it. Todd, what's your grade? Actually, no, no, no. no. Been, uh, we'll, leave, we'll leave Todd's oh, oh, oh. for last. We'll leave Todd's okay, for go last. Ahead. Um, I, I think it's stupid if someone were to give this a bad grade because we don't need it. <laughs> that's that's a horrible reason to think that something that's this good, you would lower your grade. I, I mean, for me, it's like every single, just like in Breaking Bad, every scene is so meticulously crafted that it's going to have some sort of significance later on in the show. And the movie is the exact same thing. It's every little detail that's added into the show is significant in some way. And actually, I was I was reading and researching and there's a scene where I think it's when Jeffy's pull, Jesse's pulling out in the El Camino and he's driving to um, Skinny Pete and, ba- and Badger's house. And it focuses in on two crossroads. It's Holly Street and Ar- Arroz Avenue or something like that. Uh-huh. And Holly Rice is the name of Vince Gilligan's longtime girlfriend. And Holly, you know, her first name, and then Arroz is Spanish for rice. So uh-huh. it was so uh-huh. cool how we even snuck little things like that into it. Like, hey, you know, I feel like if I was a movie creator, you know, it's like, frick, yeah, I'd throw little things to like, you know, shouts out, like put BDH in like a street or something in a movie <laughs> if I made it or put TC in there. So it's kind of cool to just show that he, he thinks about every every step of the movie. I I my only my only little little gripe is that i feel like the second half of the second act is a little bit too long but other than that it's an a minus for me i think it's absolutely on top of there with some of the best episodes of breaking bad aaron paul frick man that he's so talented oh, i wish you could just see him as jesse pinkman for oh, years more to come i mean he this is a much better project than need for speed <laughs> Oh gosh! Good for him, That's right? Not <laughs> about that, Todd. What's your what's your grade? Tell tell us tell us the thoughts, the breakdown. So uh, I give it just a flat out A. You know, like it was great. It just felt like another, like I said earlier, another episode or two of the series, and it fit right in. Other than everyone being fat, but especially <laughs> Todd. <laughs> but I loved it. I was. I think as a Breaking Bad fan, it was fun to, you know, have another taste of that amazing series. Yeah. And honestly, I didn't really find anything wrong with it. Um, I mean, the acting was crazy good, as always, and the story was great. And the Jesse kind of riding off into the sunset kind of feel, you know, kind of that redemption. Yeah. For him. Yeah, uh, not so re- redemption, but I guess restitution, if that's what I'm looking Ooh. for. Okay, that's it's what I'm like trying to think of. Yeah. Syllabus? Read the syllabus? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the syllabus of the thesaurus BDH. That's nice. Mm-hmm. And like, it, I mean, honestly, it's it wraps it up so well, and I think now is a good time where we should get into spoilers. Oh yeah, and, and for for more than anything, I mean, it was just so great to to get more fan fiction, more. Just more to Breaking Bad. So we're going to start spoilers in three, two, one. Spoilers. 
Let's go. Walter White dies. On <laughs> 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 Solo dies. I love how people still Iron Man dies. dies. Walter White dies. <laughs> uh, it's like, well, Han Solo dies. dies. Um, okay, so getting back to the cheesy scene. Uh, what was it? The the welding company, can lead welding or whatever. Yeah, I, I love like, yeah. how the guy like while the strippers leave and they're just totally drunk, just doing coke, and Jesse just waltz in there, <laughs> just gets like five dudes, and they're just out of their mind, just like what's going on, and the guy gets up, he's like, hey, I just need eighteen hundred dollars. And he's like, all right. He's like, Where, where's your bag? He's like, in my car. He's like, where's yours? He's like, oh, top drawer. He's like, all right. Well, let's duel. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, <laughs> that, part yeah. was, that part was so... It was weird, but I was like, well, I mean, Breaking Bad has like a Western feel was, to it. So was, it's not really that weird, I guess. It does. Yeah, it does. And I, I was like, okay. And then in his pocket, he shoots it. I was like, what? I thought that was pretty sweet. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. That, that, was was like, that was... That was like the only part was like a little unrealistic and cheesy. Like you, you would think like the guys around him would intervene and jump on Jesse and hold him down, you know, and take his money. So, uh, but yeah, that part was just so it was a little cheesy, but I loved it. It was good. It was kind of within the script of Breaking Bad, like you said. But uh, man, I thought that scene was that, was that scene was pretty sweet. And loved the callback with Walter White in the restaurant. Yes. <laughs> when he's like, he's like, you know, you can go back and get your GED. And Jesse's like, I graduated <laughs> high school, bro. He's like, you were standing there. right. <laughs> I, I love that. that scene. <laughs> I was God, with Walt. I was like, wait, did he graduate? My hand, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh yeah. Oh, you know, you know it. You know they had a good time just filming that scene, getting back together, and <laughs> and Jesse. And that's what I liked about this movie is kind of they went back to that flashback and you were able to see how immature and foolish Jesse was just loud, obnoxious, yeah. eating all this, all this, all this pineapple on his salad. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, he's like, got it's, bromine, it's, go, bro. It's, it's good bromine. for you. He's like, mm, it's close. He, Actually, it's not close at all. And he was always one step ahead of, um, you know, the cops that were pursuing him, calling his mom and dad saying, hey, meet me here. And then they peace, goes in, gets the guns, and yeah, like you said, Kamiko, everything in this in this film just kind of you know carries on in the next scene. There's always consequences. And Todd, the fat Todd in Breaking Breaking Bad, what a what a villain. He is so creepy. I know. He is a psycho. Uh, I I just because I hadn't seen, I watched the last episode when it aired, you know, in 2013. I hadn't seen it at all since. So me and Becky watched the last episode. And when Je- and when Jesse is choking out Todd, I'm like, I know Todd's like a dirtbag, but why is he a dirtbag? So it was yeah. also kind of nice to be like, hey, you might not have seen Breaking Bad in a while. Here's here's why Jesse choked uh, frickin' Todd. is because T- Todd, you know, breaks him out of, J- out of his little cage and because he needs to, him to help him with some chores around his apartment. And uh, so I'm thinking like, oh, like Todd's being nice. And then to go back to his apartment and Todd had like choked his freaking maid with a belt. And uh, like, and you it, think, uh, 
you think he did it just because like, oh, like she did something to him or was stealing. He was like, no, she just like found out where I was keeping my money. So like, you know, you got to keep your money close. So I killed her. Um, <laughs> and Jesse's <clears throat> like, should we use some acid, bro? He's like, and then Todd says, no, she was, she was too nice. She was too pretty. She deserves a better burial. And you're like, dude, you just murdered this woman in cold blood and you want to like give her a nice burial. What is wrong with you? Dude, that's why I think he's for sure like, you know, a, a sociopath, like Ted Bundy status. Yeah, like, no, he's for, he's for, and then he takes the belt off and puts it on. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh, oh my, so, that was so cringy. Uh, but really, really paints the picture of just how bad you know those neo Nazis were that Jesse was uh, a prisoner to. So wild. But one thing I really liked about this film is. Right from the get-go, it has him by the river where Mike dies. And um, he's like, Alaska, go start fresh, go to Alaska. And then it has him driving in the El Camino. He's, you know, rugged, dirty. Uh, it's in the desert. And then the last scene is him. He's cleaned up. He's in the snow of Alaska. And he's just polar opposites of, you know, things in his life and where he's at. So turns the page and he's a new person. So I see you, Vince Gilligan. I love that. Okay, Vince. Todd, what what were your what were your like standout scenes that you liked most from the movie? You know what really stood out to me? When uh skinny Pete took off his beanie and he had hair. I had, was blown away. I had no idea he had hair. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, was, uh, I, was, <laughs> I wish he would have just taken it off and like a little afro popped out. Just be like, oh yeah, no, he's had it like, this whole time. I was hoping for some Walt, Walt Jr. breakfast start it. Just a quick flashback. <sighs> I know. Oh, yeah. What's for breakfast, mom? <laughs> I do love that. It's, it, it's just, man, it's nice to see all of these characters back again after so long too. And just notice that none of them has skipped a beat. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I really, I loved um, the interact. Just speaking of Skinny Pete and and Badger and how well they were able to pick it up, and when they first met Jesse, like how unrecognizable he was at first. I just thought that was so well acted on Jesse's on Aaron Paul's part. <clears throat> how you could really tell, like he was like basically a, a prisoner of war kind of feel, you know, and he had PTSD whenever, you know, something would happen, he'd freak out. It, it was just crazy. You could feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think <laughs> I, I loved when they're, um, when they're like letting him get cleaned up, they're like, yo, there's, there's some, there's some, uh, there's some Irish spring underneath the, <laughs> underneath the, the counter underneath the sink. If you need it, I'm thinking this is what these two, these two lovable losers have been doing with that hundred K that Walt gave them. It's just like they bought like a huge TV and have bought like Star Trek paraphernalia and Star Trek chairs, but still buy like Irish spring um, axe body spray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, good old skitty Peter characters so and, great. And I'm glad they weren't in a, in the movie a lot. I'm glad it was just Jesse. You know, it was Jesse's story. It was all around Jesse, just a few supporting uh, characters. But I think um, Ed did a great job. Robert Forster. Yep. 
And that's the thing with with watching El Camino. You have to watch Breaking Bad. I feel like it, to really appreciate this film with certain characters. And I love how he's just like, I don't remember the password, man. Like you're the vacuum guy. I see the red van, and I was that was that was kind of tense because you were thinking, wow, is he really gonna get out of here? And then he gets the money, and boom, he's out. So yeah, I thought it was man. I'm just really happy they did this project, and I agree with Todd. I think they should have done it maybe two, three years ago. Because man, it's been six years. So, but they did it. They got got away with it. I liked it. Now we just need a we just need a prequel to Hank. <laughs> just keep pumping it out. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. And that's. I mean, I haven't seen any. Um, what's it called? I I haven't seen any Better Call Saul. So I don't know how much better that helps. Oh, I guess I stand Better Call Saul. I'll tell anybody to watch it. Highly recommend it, especially if you're a Breaking Bad fan. I love it. That's right. Yeah, I know that you really like it too. So okay, that's kind of good to know. Oh. Um, this, you know, with with our reviews as well, we've kind of asked some people around to see what the, they've thought, and I'm just gonna read one of the user reviews, one of the one of the the sweet listeners' reviews to it. Um, this comes from Kai Duckworth, and he said that was okay as a standalone film, but a satisfying and fun epilogue to the greatest TV series of all time. Which yeah. I 100% agree. Okay, Kai. Yeah, I see that. Great take. <laughs> Great take. One of the boys now. He was already one of the boys, but still one of the boys now. And oh, yeah. Sweet Duckworth. Shout yeah, out to the D-Train. Uh. Oh, my God. <laughs> what great days. Oh, my goodness. What great days. Wow. Okay, uh, I, I think I'm kind of ready for this top five. Can we, can we talk about this? Top five that we're assuming. Anything else about El Camino? Um, no. It, it was just great, satisfying conclusion. I think it all worked super well. Yeah, and I'm glad it went to Netflix too. These these Netflix streaming movies are always a little bit different than the theatrical releases. Just with mm. that feel. I mean, you're watching on your your, your freaking recliner, so. <clears throat> It got a 94% for the critics on Rotten Tomatoes and 84 on audience, so pretty good on both parts. Usually it's pretty flip-flop. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, 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 well received from both. We like that. We like to see <clears> that. <throat> it doesn't happen often. Yeah. So uh, I'll introduce this top five here. So Todd's dad, Dan. Dan, if you're listening, you are the man. <laughs> Honestly, 100%. I just got to say, I just, I just got to say, whenever I'm listening to the pod, like I, I always listen to the pod, right? And out of all the people you shout out, it's by far the most my dad. Just <laughs> randomly, like, <laughs> I remember when I was driving my car and I was listening to the pod. And you're like, you know what, shout out to our listener in Mozambique or whatever you said. And you're like, you know what, while we're at it, shout out to Dan Healy. <laughs> Just out of nowhere. We say it once. We'll say it again. Shout out Dan Healy. We know you're listening. So, Dan, what a guy. He is. Uh, I wasn't there in the room when it happened, but were, were you guys watching Predator? What was it? Because okay, so we're gonna guess Dan's top five movies because he has definitely influenced us, and we're gonna guess them. And Todd has them, so. But tell the story real quick. <laughs> Todd, you tell it. You tell it. Okay, I'll, I'll, word, word, I'll tell word it. Word for word, tell too. It your side, word, too. Word, word for word, too. All right, all right, all right. So um, 
what were Keeks, what were we watching? Was it Predator? Predator? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Predator. So Predator, great movie, violent. And he sets me, you, was it Gabe? Yep. <laughs> yeah, and it was. I can't remember if there's anyone else there. But he he sits us down, he's like, All right. <laughs> and I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said, you're going to sit down, you're going to watch this movie. And he goes, I have a couple of rules. There will be blood, there will be violence, and there will be no women here. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, it was like 15. Okay. <laughs> and we're like, okay. He's like, now sit down and shut up and watch the movie. We're like, okay. That's exactly <laughs> what it was. Todd's dad has the best theater layout for watching <clears throat> movies i've i've never seen so many movies in a house than when you see todd's dad has it's absolutely amazing oh yeah wow. along with you know the 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 great moments that i've had to interact with dan healy <laughs> and, and with sweet patty too sweet patty Todd's Dan, dan's just a hype man and he's what like late 50s todd out somewhere in that oh, age. he's like uh let's see 60 be 62 Wow, oh, my man. gosh. If I can have that type of energy, 62, I'm in. Some BDH, BDE. <laughs> sure enough. He's the OG. He's the double DH. <laughs> okay, so uh, Kamiko and I are going to guess Dan's top five. Um, okay. So I'm just going to give you my five movies, and then Kamiko, you'll give yours, and then Todd. I guarantee not. you'll get one right. So here are my five that are in Dan's top five. No particular order. Number one, Terminator 2. Number two, Saving Private Ryan. Number three, I'm going to go with Con Air. I think he just loves Con Air. (laughs) I get to see him just watching that right now. Number four, Predator. And this one's a little bit of a stretch, but I think he likes it. I'm going to go number five, Star Wars, the original trilogy. Oh, Those are my those are my assumed guessing Dan top five. Very good, very good. Keeks. Okay, so my my number five is every season of The Apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> my number five is Rocky Four. Because I feel like he loves just loves some good America. Rocky Four. Number four is Commando. Number Ooh. three is Terminator Two. Number two is Platoon, and number one, Predator. Okay. I, I know. I feel like I'm like 90% sure I've got at least two. One of you had two. Oh. All right, Todd, give it to us. What's his top five? So he did this in no... I kind of just want to read to you what I texted him. I'm like, hey, Dad, uh, I'm going on Tanner and Keek's podcast, and they want your top five. He's like, okay. And he just goes, <laughs> ah... Uh, he just flies out like the first three and he's like hold on i'm thinking i'm thinking like okay just no rush no rush man just give me it when you're ready and then he just slaps the the next two like five seconds later i'm like all right so he he, i don't think he put a lot of thought into it but i'm sure all of the ones you just listed he could he could swap out knowing him but I'll, i'll i'll sell i'll tell you the ones he told me in no particular order um Terminator was the first one. He didn't oh. say he didn't say whether it was number one or two, so I just say the series. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I can't believe this is one. Christmas vacation. <laughs> yes. 
That makes so much sense. It does. I, I love that movie. That could uh, that could be in my top ten. <laughs> That's amazing. That's a great one too. I love Christmas Vacation. <clears throat> this one's a good one. Ready? Um, Endgame. Oh wow! Yeah, really? I must have liked it. I haven't really talked to him about it, but I guess he liked it. Huh. So Over that's the hot a- air, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, knowing him, he was probably driving when he texted me, so he probably didn't put a lot of. He probably it, just but. saw like an advertisement for Ed Gabe. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. And the last two, the last, or I'll just go to number four was Star Wars. He loves hey, Star Wars. Hey. And the other one, yeah, number five, is Harry Potter. He loves some Harry Potter. Wow. He read all the books. Okay. He went all the movies. He loves that. Wow. I'm shocked at Harry Potter. I don't yeah. know why, but I'm shocked that really see Harry that Potter. coming. I, I, the respect is there for Dad, but it, it just will never waver. But that's that's a bit of a surprise. I wobbled a little bit when I heard Harry Potter. The respect <laughs> wobbled a little bit, but no, it's it's still there. It's like the top from Inception. It's still there. Sure. <laughs> No, he loves him some. Uh, he loves some Harry Potter. Damn, that's it. That's the Dan Healy top wow. five of the text from me. Good top five. Now I'm I'm ready. I'm buckled in. I'm ready for Todd's top five. So we always do this with our guests, just because we like to hear what people like. Uh, our last guest was Chubbs, <clears throat> and his number one was The Count of Monte Cristo. That was a. Uh, I gotta say that didn't make my top five, but I could I could see it in my top ten. Yeah, no, that's a fine film, especially if you've seen it at a young age. It's got that fun adventure, uh, revenge vibe. So yeah. So Todd, take take it away. All right, so man, this was hard. I gotta say, there's only like two that are concrete. You know what I mean? But the rest of them, I could switch out for a bunch, I think, just on a given day in my top five. But uh, for my number five, I have The Sandlot. Ooh, classic. Nice pick. I love The Sandlot. I grew up playing baseball, watching baseball, and I love that movie. I could watch it. And for me, all my favorite movies, it all depends on replayability. Like, if I could watch it, once or twice a year, that's going to be one of my favorite movies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I say not, I could watch all the time. Uh, next one. You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Tommy boy. Hey, okay. Bad guy in little coat. <laughs> Shut up. I love, there's, I don't know, like any, any Chris Farley movie was just hilarious. There's a couple, I was trying to think of like a comedy to put in my top five because I love comedies. Like any Ace Ventura would have done great in my top five. I feel like I loved those growing up and they're always funny to me. Um, but Tommy Boy just kind of takes the cake. I can watch that over and over again and it's still funny. RIP Chris Farley, too soon. Really too soon, gosh. So number three, one of you mentioned for Dan, uh, Saving Private Ryan. Nice. Ooh. I remember watching that when I was young and just being like, having my jaw on the floor, like, wow, that was crazy. And that's just a, you know, they say it, a movie, if it's, if it's really good, it should inspire you and move you. And that definitely just 
they do such a good job of showing you the brutality and the realness of war, I feel like, in that movie. And Tom Hanks is phenomenal. And it's just a cool, cool war movie, you know? Yeah, yeah. that's definitely... I finished... I, I watched that movie just recently from start to finish because I've seen so many clips and scenes. I haven't sat down and watched from start to finish, and it's, it's phenomenal. <laughs> Easy A+. Plus. Uh, true. Oh, yeah, easy. And my last two, um, these are concrete, I feel like. I don't think they'll move for, especially number one, and I'm sure you know what it is. Yeah. But number two, number two is Star Wars, just the yes. series. I don't know how I feel about the new ones, the new trilogy. Um, I kind of, I liked Force Awakens all right. Um, I don't know how I feel about uh, Last Jedi, especially with the whole casino scene. You know, we've talked about this. I do not, I do not like that scene. No, Sweet the whole Canto Bite. Canto Bite is, is rough to get through. You take out Canto Bite, and I think you're looking at a, a solid, like, fun movie for the most part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no offense to Rose and Finn, but just please... Mitch, whole, I don't know. That whole I, we don't want that adventure was not needed. Please don't do anything like that in Rise of Skywalker, JJ. We, we, uh, you're listening. Listen to us. I think I, that's, I am super excited for Rise of Skywalker, though. I I feel like there's going to be some twist, something huge. I think they're just yeah. pulling out all the stops. They're just going to throw in every like fan theory there's ever been. Like Ray's going to be a Skywalker and somehow <laughs> a Kenobi, and like also somehow be related to Anakin and. Palpatine's her grandpa. <laughs> They're just gonna pull out all the stops, and it's gonna be unreal. I can't wait. It's all we want. I think that's yeah. Star Wars is like one of the few things where it's like, look, we don't need anything. Con- just like, just give us what we want. Just make it fun. Yeah, yeah I will say I'm, I am super excited for this. It it does have me intrigued with the whole Palpatine laugh in the trailer. This, you know it's I mean? really, it's really Jar Jar. Just misleading, <laughs> misleading marketing. Darth Jar Jar. <laughs> I love those theories. Uh, let's, let's hear that number one. I'm ready. Yeah, oh, I, I know. Uh, I know. Avatar: The Last Airbender. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I, for a second, you're kidding. Okay. You remember when we all saw that in theaters oh, together? I gosh. think we did. I think all I of us were there. Being so yeah. After I saw that. Yeah, we oh, did. Remember that dude that was dressed up and he had painted his head and all that? But Oh, yeah. yeah. He shaved his head and everything? Yeah, what a shame for an awful movie. I have to be. <laughs> uh, anyway, my real top one is, as you know, Lord of the Rings. It, I could watch that movie every day, especially The Fellowship. I agree. It's, Fellowship is the best one. Thank you. Is, is that your favorite, Todd, The Fellowship? Yeah, it's just the best. It's just, I don't know. It's just hands down. Number three is the next best, and number two, I mean, they're all A pluses, but yeah, yeah. For whatever reason, I I just think Fellowship is just a good way. I don't know. It's just the start of a great movie, and there's nothing better than Lord of the Rings for me. Love it. Just the prologue when they go to the Shire, they're all together, the adventures, and. Prancing Pony, my God, I love it! I love it. An extended version. Oh yeah, you can't watch it theatrical. Oh, wow. Yeah, can't. But yeah, I'm I'm not kidding. I probably watch Lord of the Rings um, once a month. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right, guys, I retire from Sweet Film Talk. Todd, you got me. <laughs> Welcome to be my co-host. 
See, I always watch uh, Lord of the Rings. I think I, I, I told you guys this around every Thanksgiving because this is the movie that I am most thankful for. Love it. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> cut, cut the cheese, but it's true. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Like, I love I that you guys love it so much, and I've grown to love it so much as well. I mean, I- I'm with you guys. I think Fellowship of the Ring is a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. In every way, in every sense of the word, I think it's as close as you can come to perfect. Wow. That and Drive. I will say, I have recently listened to the audiobook for Fellowship, and it is worlds different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There are a lot of songs in Lord of the in the books. Yeah, it's pretty. It's kind of weird when like the narrator of the the audiobook just goes, hold hold hold, and starts singing. Does he know the song? That's awesome. Yeah. So I will say this to kind of wrap up this pod. We're going to touch briefly on how good the movies were in 2016 summer. Oh, oh, jeez. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What did, okay, we saw Suicide Squad together. We that saw was a Suicide Squad. pile of garbage. Oh, my. I remember Todd. Right above Avatar. I remember, I remember Todd. You brought, Becca came down, and you guys, like, showed up a little late. And I remember just looking at your face afterwards. You're like, why did I even come to this? <laughs> I was like, this. Did you see that there's something recently like how Jared Leto was uh, offended about like no one's mentioned him or something with Joker being released. I'm like, dude, you have zero say in anything, no, right? Yeah. Okay. Zero weight in the matter. Shut up so and bad. put your tattoos away. <laughs> uh, we also saw Warcraft. I don't know if you went and saw that with oh, us. Oh my gosh, that's right. <laughs> no, I couldn't do two in a row. I was like, no, uh-huh. I'm not seeing that. Oh, the only good thing about seeing Warcraft was just being in the lounging chairs. Like we had just sweet money chairs, but my gosh, I just have to say shouts out to Jinjuice 21. He was so (laughs) he was so excited and happy to see the movie the whole time. And that that probably is what made it for me is I I couldn't stand the movie. I thought it was so bad, but he liked it. So it's kind of nice to see, you know, it's like probably when you see your kid really enjoy something and like. It makes you happy because you know that they're happy. That's probably how it was. That's how it felt for me. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Wow. Just what a time in 2016. FSS. I think that and I saw X-Men Apocalypse, which was bad, too. Yeah. So really, I I thought and I thought and, you know, I thought different. I actually enjoyed that one. That was like the last X-Men movie. The Shallows was good, like the shark one with Blake Lively. I like that one. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that, that, but I heard it was over. I thought it was okay. Yeah, it was pretty good. Other than that, oh, geez. Um, summer 2016. Yeah, not a not a great movie summer. No, no. <laughs> you can take uh, out the word movie. Yeah, wow. What so a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely some truth. Um, geez, I think that's really about it for this pod. Geez, Todd, how about that ride? Thanks for uh, thanks for gracing us. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> You're poet. You didn't even know it. <laughs> Whoa.
<laughs> you know, it's an honor. I love the pod. I listen religiously, obviously. I haven't listened to the Joker one just because I'm still waiting to see it, and then I will listen to the pod. Ooh. Yeah. Definitely, definitely get there. I mean, gosh, what's the next movie that's coming out this next weekend? Uh, Jojo Rabbit. Um, okay. The Lighthouse, which I'll be seeing both of those, definitely. Oh, and then yeah. And Zombieland is coming out next weekend. Zombieland. Ooh, I remember Oh, that's right. Yeah, this, this weekend's this weekend's pretty stacked. Could mm. have a triple header next weekend. I'm for sure seeing the lighthouse. Wow, is that going to be in black and white? Is that the one I'm thinking of? Yeah, it's yeah, going to be black I, and white and like a very weird um, f- like frame ratio. Just uh, how Robert Eggers filmed it and wanted it to be presented. So, if anything, Lighthouse and Jojo Rabbit, those are going to be really good. Mm. I've already got good buzz for them. I don't know about Zombieland Double Tap, but I, I like the first one. Yeah, yeah the first ago. one was great. Shout out Bill Murray. Oh, that's that's right. Isn't he the president or something? Or he's like living in the White House? I, I don't remember how it is. But they're like, is that Bill Murray? Isn't that what they say? <laughs> and then he, and then um, Jesse Eisenberg's character shoots him at the end. Yeah. That's great. Um, <laughs> yeah. So next week we'll have. This week we're normally going to do movie news, but you know, whenever we can get you guys movie reviews, we'll do it. We love doing it. Um, at least plan on me yeah. seeing the lighthouse. I don't know what Sanders going to see, but we'll have a bunch of reviews for you next week. Some movie news. I have a little bit about all for you. Yeah. But man, Todd, thank you. Thank you for coming on, uh, watching El Camino and breaking bad. That was, that was a fun take. Yeah, no problem. I'm honored to be here. I love the pod anytime. Oh, love that. All right, y'all. Well, be uh, stay tuned for next week and uh, as as always stay sweet sweet, sweet.